Just like that, I'm back to normal. Lee will be delighted. In a week, we'll start trying. In a year, we'll probably be spending Christmas with my brother, flashing our cameras at our baby's drooling chins, folding dirty diapers like origami, trading stories of other nearly averted disasters. I'll be standing on that porch with my brother, kicking roaches and burning cigarettes into that same pile of inflammable leaves. But you could just leave her, I tell myself, drifting into the elevator. No, I can't leave Lee. I love Lee, I really do. And the money. I have to be smart about that. Who in his right mind walks away from the possibility of inheriting two million dollars? There has to be another way out. You okay? Alex says from the back of the elevator. Me? I say, stabbing the LL button. I'm fine. You're shell-shocked too, she says. I can tell. You pressed the wrong button. I press three more buttons before I finally get the right one, and we both laugh each time the elevator opens to an empty floor. It sucks, I say. I might as well play along if it makes her feel better. I have never in my entire life uttered two words that made such an instant impression. At first, I think they have no effect at all. But when the elevator doors finally open on the right floor and I step off and start walking away, trying to think of one more nice thing to say, Alex grabs my hand. You're coming with me, she says with a warm smile. I must be blushing like a school kid as she leads me through the sliding glass doors and the jumble of wheelchairs assembled there. I don't say a word until she's climbed into the back of a taxi and pulled me in. Where are we going? The driver asks. 23rd and Lex, Alex says, staring at me. The driver pulls into traffic and immediately hits a red light. Alex is kissing my ear, my chin, my eyebrow. It's lunch hour and people in business suits are glaring through the windshield, some smiling, some shaking their heads. I've never done this before, she says, frisking my crotch with her long, strong fingers. I haven't either, I say, as her whole hand disappears inside my fly, the driver glancing in his rearview mirror. There's got to be some upside to dying. Alex, I should say. Because I'm not some opportunistic cad, at least up to now. I'm not dying, but I don't say anything. If this is grief, I want more of it. All these years, I'd gotten nowhere being the picture of health. Easy back there, the driver says. This isn't taxi cab confessions. There aren't any hidden cameras in here. Alex hands him her whole purse and tells him to take what he wants and shut up. Keep on kissing me, she says, diving back in. If we stop, I'm going to cry.